Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey guys, welcome to the Working Class Boner Podcast. This is episode 134. Um, on these episodes of the podcast, we recorded uh, several at the Iowa Deer Classic in Des Moines, Iowa. Um, this is one of many that we recorded, um, so this is just kind of like my pre-warning. We were not in the studio um, we had a great time. The show was awesome. If you have, ne- if you've never been there, you got to check it out. Uh, real quick, just want to thank our sponsors of the podcast, HHA sports, of course, scent crusher Smith's custom meats and deer processing and One Sixty Four outdoors. And now I'm just going to let you get right into the episode. Hope you guys enjoy. Thanks. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Wood from Bow Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the working class bow hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. really really not that good we're here at the 2017 iowa deer classic working class bow hunter podcast kurt eric and steve are right here we're joined here. So joining the podcast person. i'm sorry is uh audrey foffy I messed it up, didn't I? No, you actually got it right. Audrey Foffy, yeah, I got it from Scent Crusher. You did it when it counts. Yeah, we. Uh, I, I have it wrote down like five times down here. So, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Good. Absolutely. You enjoying the show so far? It is a good show. Yeah, it's, it's a big show. It's a busy show. It is early it, it in the morning. Yep. Yeah, this is the first podcast of the day here. at the show, and uh, yeah, we caught you right at the bat. So I haven't really seen a whole lot of the show yet, um, but I know it gets crazy here. But mm. it's always a good time. Yep. So yeah, we're you come of- every year. Try to get here every year. Last year we missed it, but we we usually find our way down here one way or another. So yeah, it's not that far for us. So it's, no, it's technically local, but it's not really at all. But yeah, when we uh, <laughs> when we did the show last year, we're actually in the same room. There's people like banging on the because uh, this is like a a little um yeah I guess they would serve like food and things here like a little concession stand. So they got the roll up things. So if we have hear someone banging on here. Same thing we do, we could roll these doors open and podcast out of it. That's what I was telling Steve like (laughs) 10 minutes ago. Back to our guest. Yes. You're with Scent Crusher. Dan has sent you in for some reason to do a podcast with us. For some reason. Don't know why. (laughs) He's having you do the dirty work. (laughs) We're only a few minutes in. Do you regret it yet? Or are you kind of writing this out? This will work. We can do this. Let's talk about about you. Thanks for having your phone on the podcast table, Eric. Yeah, there you go, Eric. Uh, Mine is too. Oh, hold on. Let's talk about some. uh, Let's talk about you. All right. Let's talk about me. Where you're from, what you do, how you got hooked up with Scent Crusher, and then we can kind of get into 
Um, so this would technically be the second podcast we've done with Scent Crusher now, but um, people are pretty familiar. But we can get talk about the products and kind of what's coming or and some other things that Scent Crusher's doing and what Dan's doing. Well, what I can tell you that's coming. There's some top secret things <laughs> in the world that I can't talk about. We can't about. pry anything above, out of you? Above no. our pay grade, right? Yeah. No, I will get in <laughs> big trouble if I say what I know. But. Uh, nobody listens to the show. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Dan's probably checking in. So let's talk about you. What's What What are you all about? Well, um, I'm from Duran, Wisconsin, and I know you guys are already making fun of my Wisconsin accent, <laughs> but I can't hear it. Um, and I guess I, uh, I got hooked up with Scent Crusher last January and it was just kind of by chance that I got even you know I guess even got hooked up with them at all because I just got a random Facebook message from Dan Drake himself Mm -hmm. and he just said hey I like what you know what your social media looks like you look like a good advocate for you know for women and hunting and all Mm -hmm. this stuff and I'd like to do a phone interview with you I'm like phone interview for what like right okay sure here's my number I guess Uh and uh you know come to find out who i'm actually talking to and and just kind of sat down and chit-chatted with him for a little bit he's like all right well i really like you and i think i want to put you on your pro staff and and uh, i'll get you hooked up with greg hoff and because he manages all that and mm-hmm. that was it and and after that it was just okay well there's you know a couple local shows here and we want you to go to them and get educated on the product and here you go and so i just kind of got um thrown into my first um scent crusher booth i guess was at the uh Popignon rendezvous in uh Poinette, wisconsin I heard and that's it, a really good time. It was it was fun. It was the first time they did it, and uh, Tom Miranda was there walking around and helping with the auction stuff. And mm-hmm. it was it's primarily like a three D shoot and a Vegas shoot, so yep, everyone yep. was there to tournament shoot. Mm-hmm. And then we just happened to have some booths there too. So um, that was the first one I got started out with. And then after that, I mean, it was like every other weekend, every third weekend, I I was traveling <laughs> somewhere to go to a show. And now it's been um, like I've never had to stay in a hotel by myself before i've never booked a hotel by myself before like so and now it's like well now i've been to vegas now i've been to indy now i've been to phoenix and all this stuff all by myself and i was just like so i'm just branching out and expanding just through being with saint crusher and now the highlight of your career sitting here with you guys (laughs) and your mother is witnessing greatness right now oh goodness yeah, she's, <laughs> she gave she, the nod. she's pretty proud. Yeah, <laughs> yeah working class bow hunter. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> yeah we're uh, really happy that you decided to do the podcast. Um, you know, talk a little bit about what your success with Scent Crusher has been. Um, we all have the bags and everything. We love them. And the closet. And, and the and closet. Those goes. And those one goes. What works for you? What do you like about it? Every, like, and, and this is going to just sound so cliche, and, you know, everyone's been there, done that, or whatever, but, like, I've had more success with Scent Crusher than I have without it. This is the only year that I've never had to spray down my gear. I've never had to wash it in, you know, all the scent-free detergent and then put it in totes and then hang it outside and then, you know. Mm-hmm. And fade your camo in the process Exactly. Also. And, you know, spinning literally hundreds of dollars on detergent and sprays and, and cover scents sprays and all this like other stuff. Sprays like almost 10 bucks a bottle. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And you go so through convenient. two bottles in a weekend. I yep. mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. And I've never, ever, ever had to do that once this year. Mm-hmm. And I've had more deer downwind closer to me. I mean, I was down in Kansas with Dan um, during the rut and I just had a fall turkey tag. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to go walk my little happy butt down behind the cabin and just sit down here on the ground because there's a bunch of Rios coming in every night. Right. And I'm sitting down there on the ground and I hear some crunching to my left, and I look, and there's a 150-class buck six steps from me. Mm. And there's nothing I could do because I don't have a buck tag, of course. So I just took out my phone and started filming him, and this deer walks a full circle around me, mm-hmm. like up to six feet. And two days prior to that, I got chased out of the woods by a buck um, that was all rutted up and stupid in Wisconsin, chased me to my car. Really? And so now I'm sitting here all nervous, like, oh, my gosh, this is going to happen again. Well, he just <laughs> didn't know what you were because he couldn't smell you? Or he what? had no idea I was there. I'm just sitting still, <laughs> and he couldn't smell me. He literally walked right up to me. I thought he was going to step on me. That's and awesome. And I was just like, I can't believe that. You know, and he was completely downwind, and I was sitting around the, the campfire the night before with my hunting clothes on, and I mean, right. stuff that, you know, is so taboo, you'd never do it any other situation, but right. this one, I just, oh, my clothes smell at campfire, threw him in the bag, and 10 minutes later, I was down hunting and had a 150 almost step on me. So. He just ran one he, cycle He was probably mad way. that you call it soda and not pop. I don't call it soda, <laughs> it is pop. <laughs> That's what's nice about St. Crusher, though, I mean, literally in 10 minutes, yeah. you can do a 10-minute cycle and be out in the woods in 10 yep. minutes. My um, dad has the outlet. And his the bed of his truck with a yeah. tunnel cover, so he throws it in there and he'll run. He'll put it on like a fifteen minute cycle as he's driving yep. to mm-hmm. the woods. It's perfect. Then get out, throw everything on. That's why I do. I talk about it a lot. And you know, the first time I got the bag, I was like, "All right, let's see," because I have these work boots. And my my old lady will not let me keep these work boots in the house. 
And I, like the first time, she's like, "Those stay outside or in your truck." So I was like, "All right, well, I'm going to test these." I put them in the bag, and they were terrible. Like I don't, they just smelled so bad because I worked so hard. So we need to just put your whole body in a closet yeah. and just run like a twenty four hour cycle. Just have a little cycle. breathing hole out the side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah a little straw like like Looney Tunes, like you're under the water. No, I, 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 so I put them. I, I put those boots in there, and you know, I put the fifteen minute cycle on, and. She walks out. I was like, Amy, you got to smell these. And she's like, I'm not smelling your boots. I go, you have to. And she you goes, to talk oh, her my into it God. Like half an hour. Well, she's Canadian, so she's polite. So she did it. <laughs> oh, you betcha. Oh, yeah. But, uh, oh, yeah. Sorry, bud. Um, Dan told me when, when, before we did the podcast with Dan the first time, he's like, Kurt, take the smelliest thing you can find and throw it in that bag. Mm-hmm. Well, I told the story on the podcast mm-hmm. before. Uh, my fiance had her hunting bag sitting in the garage and one of the neighborhood cats got in there. And pissed on her hunting bag, and it like we yeah, I had it in the woods with me. It's bad. I had it in the woods. I'm like that thing reeks like, bad, and I ran two th- cycles in the in the bag, and the gear bag, and it seriously it cured it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "That's not even fair. Like that's like the the most ranked thing you could find." Oh yeah, but <laughs> well, it like, worked. Nobody it's like believes a skunk us. In there. Yeah, they don't. It takes out skunk smell, and nobody believes us that it seriously takes out skunk smell. But it really does. Mm-hmm. Um, a friend of mine, her dog got sprayed by a skunk like on his hunting vest when they were out pheasant oh, hunting. Yeah. She said she took it, took the vest, let it dry, threw it in the ge- in the gear bag, and ran two cycles through it. So it like for like a solid hour, and it yep. got skunk smell out of a dog vest, that's like insane. a direct shot. And nobody believes it until you actually. <laughs> Kind of see well, it. That hangs around forever. Yes, oh, yeah. it does. Mm-hmm. Well, we yes. get a lot of questions. People are like, "Does it really work?" I'm like, "Yeah, you can't really deny it." You know, yeah. it's you know. science. I mean, when we get, right. um, you know, there's uh, a couple guys that we know, and Kurt's dad um, doesn't, he doesn't play around with any of that. You know, like sense, cover like, sense, like, any of that. He didn't play with that. He tried this, and real skeptical about stuff. If if Papa Dave is sold. Then you need to be sold. Well, too. not to mention he shot his buck this year at eight yards downwind. Yeah. My buck I shot at six yards downwind. Like you know when you call a deer in, he comes in, he tries to circle you. Yep. My buck was circled me downwind six yards, and it's just well, he's trying to see what you are and smell you, but he can't. I mean, right? Well, my hubby, he's the biggest skeptic about anything too, but he's also a military guy, so he'll be out. You know, he's an infantry guy, all who and whatever. So they're out in the field for three weeks at a time for their annual training. Mm-hmm. And they're literally digging foxholes, sleeping out there. He's gotten, um, like, bacterial infections and skin infections and stuff that's going to stay with him for the rest of his life because of dirty equipment. Because they right. don't get to shower or, or anything out there. Yeah, they're yeah. sweating in the same stuff every single day. They don't get to change their shirt. The only thing they get to change is their socks. <laughs> and he brought home his helmet and his boots. And I... Like, I've got a really strong stomach. I almost lost it. <laughs> and he brings his helmet in. I'm like, get that out of my house. Like, go throw it in the yard or something. Like, that is so bad. <laughs> and so he threw that in the gear bag, and it literally took care of this nasty rank helmet that he's been sweating in for eight years. Yeah. And that's never been washed. And it's got, like, the foam padding on the inside. And you can't yeah. wash mm-hmm. that. And the foam padding is no longer padding. It's, like, concrete. It's so hard oh, because it's no. just thick no. and dirty. Yeah, and it, it took the smell out of that stuff. And I was just like, you got to be kidding me. Like, this is it's, awesome. It's well, really impressive. Like, it'll blow your mind like that. Like, there's no way to get the smell out. And you do it, and you're like, holy crap. Yeah. People don't actually believe you until they actually try it. Yeah. Like, I'm For so sure. glad you guys talked to people. People think it's – we're not talking about it because it's like, – if it didn't blown, work, there'd be nothing not to talk about. We're not smoke here, yeah, we want, um, By the way, thank your husband for his service for us. Um, sure. We love our vets. Um, you know, we do a vet shout-out every episode. So thank you for his service. Call him right now. No, <laughs> we'll he, he's at no. drill right now. I can't. <laughs> I had to call him this morning to wake him up, make sure he got up. There you house. go. Um, you know, so uh, Scent Crusher, um, they're they've got um, they're working on another deal, um, and they and they've had it before. Uh, odor Crusher, right? Yep. And that's going to be for like, um, like my brother in law is a uh, uh, sheriff's deputy, and like the belt that they wear, like their gun belt, like you just can't. You can't watch, watch it. It's impossible. And it's because you start taking everything off. There's so much stuff that goes on there. Um, this is, they're having a new product line designed for that, and it's going to be awesome. I mean, are you... Well, that's what Dan's over in Germany launching yeah. right now is the Odor Crusher line that's... Um, it's geared more towards like the fitness industry, like the for like gym equipment and and um, sports and athletes that can't... You know, obviously, mainly like hockey equipment because I've never played hockey, but... I'm Doug, sure. Doug, okay, Doug there guys. we go. And from what I hear is oh, yeah. the hockey pads are the smelliest of the smelliest 
equipment that you can possibly wear. So um, it's geared towards a lot of like the high school athletes, college athletes, stuff like that. But they're also right now launching a military and tactical line, which is designed towards, you know, the the people that are enlisted or um, or people that are, you know, sheriff's deputies, SWAT teams, stuff like that. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, they're out there and they've got dirty rank stuff, too, like all their Kevlar and their body armor and stuff. Yep. You can't wash it, but it's still full of bacteria and it still stinks. Yeah. So, and that's um, the thing. You, you throw just a plug closet up at a police station. Yeah. I mean, you got exactly. five guys' and, stuff in there. And, and something you guys don't understand, like, because um, I, I went on a ride-along, um, and I'm sure everyone else has gone on a ride-along. Like, they, you know, it gets really real when they make you put on a bulletproof vest. They're like, ah, eh, just so you don't get killed. Just in case. <laughs> just in just case. In case. Um, Insurance. <laughs> you know, and, and we went in the middle in December, and it was like 13 degrees out. And even though you're standing, it just, it gets so, you sweat. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. And it's, I mean, you know, you can be the most fit of the fit, cream of the crop. But you're still going to sweat, mm-hmm. and that's just going to be nasty. And, like, you know, obviously you got to wear it to save your life, but it's going to start stinking. So that's really cool that they do that. Well, and I not mean, only does it smell, but the bacteria that it harbors yeah, is yep. going to lead to more problems. Mm-hmm. Um, like my uh, a cousin of mine, she actually has a, a skin infection now. It's going to be with her for the rest of her life because of dirty hockey equipment. And she was a goalie. Um, Back in high school, she's kind mm-hmm. of a little badass, and she, uh, <laughs> her hockey equipment, once she got it, had mold on it. She uh, said she had to scrape it off before she could wear it because it literally came with mold on it. Ooh. And then, of course, you know, playing, you're just still sweating and you don't yeah. wash it. And now she's she's got this for the rest of her life because of dirty hockey equipment. She's just like, you know, it's if crazy. I could just convince one person to use this stuff, you know, if it keeps one well, person from not having this happen The market's happen to crazy them. for it. That's one exactly. thing we don't say either. I mean, we know it kills odor and stuff, but it actually kills the bacteria yeah. on your clothes. That's what's killing the odor. Because, right? Yeah, well, that's yeah. what odor is. Yeah. It's bacteria. Yep. And, um, you know, there, there's been a lot, of, a lot of things that came out, you know, when the, like the body wash and stuff. I never saw that they were, it was always like, oh, we, you know, kills all the odors, but it was never antibacterial. And yep. that's, you know, again, that's what causes the bacteria. Never actually the read odors. the bottle of anything like any of the shampoos or soaps, but the advantage to like the the closet and stuff we're saying you can throw like your bow in there, yeah, and stuff that you can't run through. Well, the When I always say too, it's it's organization too. Like before, mm-hmm. I had the closet, my shit was everywhere. Like the <laughs> yeah. day before hunting season, I had to search my whole house yep. just to find everything. With now I just cans? put everything right in the closet, and it's. Next yeah. season, I can just open it up, and everything's right there. And, fellas, your wife is going to be so happy that it's just out of the way. <laughs> and it looks good, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, have, I have all my trail cams in it right now. That way you can run. Yeah. You don't think about that. You handle your trail cams bare, like, yeah. without gloves. All of our camera equipment and stuff goes right in there. Like that's it yeah. just like you said for the organizational part. Yep. Like we literally we have his and hers closets in our well in our living room right now, which hopefully are going to get moved because <laughs> they take up a lot of space. But it's just normally we've got like you said all your stuff's just strewn about the house, and I mean in ten different totes out in the garage somewhere. And then this right. you know this way literally everything's hanging up. The boots are down at the bottom. You know, coats and everything's hanging up top. It's got shelves in there. It's just right. so much nicer, and it's it's literally just another space to keep your stuff, and it's not yeah. using to, all my office space downstairs either. So. And, too, when so, you come home, like, I just walk up the closet and take everything off. Like, before, yeah. my girlfriend got pretty mad at me because I would just take everything off throughout the house. You know, oh, for throw, sure, throw it wherever. Man. For sure. Leave and now I just walk right, right in the closet, throw my boots and everything right just in Just leave a trail of clothes oh, yeah. wherever oh, you yeah. so, <laughs> hey, Let's talk about the uh, the Realtree camo bag. Yeah. Yes. Is the, do you have one? I do not have one. I have my own custom cool little girly bag Ooh. that I got for a Christmas present. Does it have your so. name on it? No, but I designed it myself. Did you? Yeah, well, because we're, we're trying to launch like maybe like a women's line of stuff because, oh, not for anything else, but just to tell the stuff apart because right. we've got oh, sure. three different yeah. bags. Well, now I have to open each bag to, nope, that's yep. your stuff, you know? Yeah. And so this way, um, I told Dan, I'm like, I think we need to have like a women's bag. Like, yeah. Not a pink anything because just whatever. Not a lot tacky. of people like pink. Right. I mean, some people like pink. It can a lot of people don't. We got pink koozies. You need to offer it where you stitch. You can stitch your name right off the like on the website. You can have it stitched right on the bag. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. But mine's even cooler because it's teal and a little pink accent and white. And we're going to see a picture just, of this thing. Just kind of for shits and giggles, I actually I just sent Dan a picture of it. I just photoshopped it and whatever. Yeah. And I was just like, hey, we need one of these. He's like, okay, I'll look into it. And he kind of like launched two days later. It's on your doorstep. Well, he got an ATA. He's like, "Hey, I got a really cool Christmas present, but it's coming in January." I'm like, "Okay, you know, whatever, sure." Right. And um, 
And then next thing I know, like, it's a gear bag showed up on my porch, like, in a box. I'm like, oh, I, I already have, like, two of these. What What is this? And I open it, and it's it was identical to how I made it, right down to, like, every little pink line that I made on the zippers and everything. Oh, I was crap. like, oh, That's my awesome. gosh, you've got to be kidding me. He's like, yeah, we made a couple prototypes, so here you go. I wonder if that's <laughs> something that will actually get launched and... I mean, um, maybe you can. It's or in the works that they're doing, like maybe a um, kind of like a teal and camel bag for girls mm-hmm. or, and stuff like that. Now. So they're they're definitely working on the women's line because there's a lot of interest in something it, like that now. I didn't so. know about the uh, the camo bag until ATA. I was watching the slideshow. Yeah, which they, your dad was on. They threw my dad's photo on there, which was awesome. And then I'm like watching. I'm like, what? Hold on, that guy's got a camo yeah, bag. Like, like, I'm watching. I'm like, what the hell? We what? both stopped and looked. We're like. Was that just a camel bag on there? Yeah, uh, they look awesome. The orange is great. Could you imagine having yeah. to keep that secret? Because we did the photo shoot with the camel bag last October. Oh, you did? Oh, oh really? Man. Oh. And so we were just like, oh, these are so cool. We got to play with them all weekend and everything. And they're just like, you can't tell anybody. You can't show anyone these pictures. And I was just like, oh, really? really? Those Are those out right now? or When are they coming? I think they'll come out. Um, I think June is when they get shipped out um, okay. to all the department stores. It's a limited stuff, so. run, correct? No. On the back? Oh, it's like I a- don't think so. I think it's just going to be their camel bag. And now, of course, oh, okay. of course, you got the real tree people and you got the mossy oak people. So now yep. they're talking with oh, mossy oak okay. as well to make a mossy oak bag. Too. Yeah. And then you got to do Under Armour and then you got to do you. <laughs> I know. I know. And it's going to be. It's uh, never going to end. He should have never made a camel bag because yeah. now everyone's going to have to have what's their the, own. What's the Wisconsin camo? What, uh, there's a camo pattern now there. Um, lost? The Matthews camo? No, not lost camo. It's. Um, ah, we were talking about it. I didn't know there was a Wisconsin camel pattern. Yeah, it's, it's, I didn't either. Um, I, didn't I just either. use Realtree. He's making shit up. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not. I, I never, he does never make lot. anything up. I speak the truth. The earth is flat. That's how we... I'm kidding. Right. Back to you. <laughs> just, just, oh, man. You like great. that transition? Is Steve's very digging into that bush light. It's oh, man. 10 a.m. 10 a.m. I'm halfway through a silo. So, <laughs> you guys have got the... Good Lord. All right. His and hers... You hunt with your husband? No. No. Are you a better I, hun- are I you a better hate, hunter than him? No. No, I just hate hunting with him. Like I he's <laughs> We well, spend all this he, time together at home like No, yeah, no, exactly. no. <laughs> he has shot 3 deer out from under me. One when I was at full draw. <laughs> No ele- way. Yeah. Seriously? Yep, on a huge 11 point, seven and a half year old 11 point. I was at full draw, and he shot it out from under me. So we don't hunt together anymore because he just kind of made Like you guys were in the same tree, and he draws yep. back and shoots it? Yep. For oh, every point that, yep. that, that deer had, that's how many months he slept well, on the couch after that. <laughs> what, what story would he tell? Oh, he would tell a story that, oh, yeah, this deer came in, and I didn't think she had a shot, and she was taking her deer sweet time, so I shot it because I didn't want the deer to get away, and it was my biggest <laughs> buck ever, and yay, good for me. That's not the real story. That's a horror and story. And he's not right here to interrupt while I'm trying to tell the actual side of it. Ah. So it was early season, September 29th. We got out there late because it was my grandpa's birthday party that we were at. And it was like five in the afternoon. It was just like one of those last ditch efforts. Okay, we've got two hours. Let's just go out here and try to make something happen. Right. It was super hot that day. And he didn't want to sit with me that day. He didn't want to sit in the same stand as me. And I was just like, so we were like full blown arguing with each other, walking up this ginormous ridge. And because I kept telling him like, you know how many guys would love for their girlfriend to come hunt with them, would love for their wife to come hunt with them. Not only do you have a wife that wants you to come hunt with her, but she's telling you what stands the best one and wants you to sit with her while she's doing it. Like, and you're complaining right <laughs> now because no you don't brainer. want to sit with me. Right. I got you all the scent crusher stuff. You're giving me a hard time. <laughs> right. So we're fighting the whole way up there, and he's just like, well, you know, if a buck comes in, you're going to shoot it anyway, so I might as well just leave my bow back at the truck and, you know, yada, yada, whatever. She's been so, like, yeah, you should. Lesson learned, right? You should have. Yeah, yeah, this is why we don't hunt together anymore. I learned my lesson. So, <laughs> so we're walking up there, and we're like, all right, let's come to a compromise. If a, deer, if a buck is 30 yards and out, it's your shot. If it's within 30 yards, it's my shot. This yep. deer was at 11 yards. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and I watch this deer come up the ridge in front of me, and the whole time he's walking towards me, he's quartering too, so I have no shot anyway. Right. And I seen him just come lumbering through like he owns the place. I mean, he was just no one's been up in that corner of the woods at all for years. No so, pressure. Right, exactly. So he came in, and we were sitting in the stand like five minutes, and he came in. Like, I hadn't even like calmed down my breathing yet from walking You guys walking haven't even started hill. arguing again no. yet at this point. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So we're sitting there, and I'm watching this deer come, and I'm like, oh, man, that's a big deer. So I'm, I'm already standing up. I have my bow in my hand. I'm just about ready to draw. And then he starts tapping on the tree to let me know there's a deer coming. And I'm like, no shit. I've been up watching this deer for three minutes. I know. 
So Thank this you, deer Captain Obvious. I'm looking at the same as <laughs> you are. Like, get your nose out of your phone, quit playing Candy Crush, you'd see that this deer's coming. So oh, this thing walks right, like, right behind our tree. Like, I think his hip, like, bumped our tree even. So I, now I'm like, I have to get up and turn around to mm-hmm. the other side of the tree. I come to full draw. He's got his head down. He's eating acorns. I mean, he's, he's not going anywhere. Yeah. And there's one little branch in the way. And hindsight now, I could have totally shot around it. But I was just like, okay, well, I got all the time in the world. He's yeah. not going anywhere. I'm at full draw. He's got to take one more step. <laughs> and this arrow just sinks into behind his shoulder. He mule kicks, takes off down the hill. And I'm sitting here looking at my bow like, did I accidentally hit my trigger? Like, right. was that me? What just happened? You know, and I'm looking down I'm like, no, I have all my stuff. And I look up at him and he's just freaking out doing this little happy dance. Yeah, I got him. I got him. And I was just Ugh. like, are you kidding me? I what was at a full draw and all the um, blood just drains out of his face. And he's like, oh, I didn't think you had a shot. I'm so sorry. I didn't know. I didn't think you had a shot. I'm like. It's fine. <laughs> Let's go get your deer. Oh, boy. Are you kidding me? I have never heard Oh, of that man. Are you still when, upset when, about it a little bit? A little bit, yeah. When was it? Yeah, I know, would be. All the guys listening, when, was it, when did you ever shoot a buck of the lifetime and then be in the doghouse that day? <laughs> oh, man. It, it was so funny because then <laughs> From he, high to low. he had drill like a couple weekends later, and he's showing all his buddies this picture, and, you know, and they're all high-fiving him. They're like, yeah, that's a huge buck. That's awesome. And then he tells them uh. the story. And it's like, no matter how you tell the story, the moral of it is you still shot a buck out from under your wife when she was at full draw. It's, like, it's great and all, but you're an asshole. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, honey. I'm just kidding. Dang, that is but. nuts. Okay, that's uh, – I'm sure maybe we get him on a podcast and he can tell probably uh, – He can tell his side. Let's hear that's his fine. side because his side was uh, – his side's going to be – she wasn't even in the tree hunting with me. It was just all she me. was. She was on her phone playing Candy Crush. She was yeah. playing Candy Crush. <laughs> no, taking totally a nap. I, I'm serious, you guys. Our first date, we went deer hunting in that same tree. Wait, what? Yeah, our first date, we went deer hunting. I took him to that tree stand, and we went deer hunting. Okay, you took and him. He, I took him there, and he fell out of the tree stand that night and broke his foot. Are you serious? I'm standing on the <laughs> ground while this happened. He fell 20 feet right in front of me and fell oh, on the ground. No. He got. He got lucky. Absolutely. He broke his foot, and he's laying there. And I'm holding both the bows like on the ground. I hadn't even climbed up the stand yet. He told all his family members that I pushed him. <laughs> yes. oh, no. And this is before the they even date. really knew me. On the first so date. <laughs> they didn't know if he was kidding or not. Right. And I was just like, are you kidding me? Like, I... I'm standing oh on the ground. God. He's like, no, I think she was like throwing sticks at me too or something. And I was just like, You're hey. You're just standing there like, hey, uh, I don't know. Do we weren't hands. even married yet. So it's not like I would have gotten any of your life insurance. Yeah, I don't exactly. benefit from you falling out of a tree. Right. 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 Girl would have pushed me out of a tree stand on the first date, man. That still would have been a lot <laughs> yeah. better than my first date. You would have to explain how you didn't murder him. Like you'd be like, we, he fell. We need to pump the brakes and we need to come back. So, all right. Pump the brakes. <laughs> For Steve all can't our take male all listeners out there like, oh, man, where can I find a girl like this? Explain to me how this first date got set up because normally your first date you're going to go to like Steak and Shake. You know you only want to spend steak four bucks. <laughs> if it doesn't work out, what's a Steak and Shake? I don't know. What you know what Steak and Shake is? We don't, don't have those in Wisconsin. What do you guys have in Wisconsin? Oh, all right. So you want to take them to a Culver's somewhere real nice? Yeah, we do. Have I Culver's. know you got Culver's yeah. in Wisconsin. Yeah, we have. That's Culver's. where I came from. Man. Mom goes there for yeah. like lunch every day after work. So yeah. <laughs> so so you want to set it up? Uh, how did this work out? Like, all right, did you meet this guy on like Tinder? No, or? Uh, we didn't have Tinder, Tinder. back then. <laughs> how, how long this did you back in, We've been married five years. This, oh, okay. was, this was back in 2010 that we all met. All right, so you met him on MySpace. Far- okay. <laughs> My, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Farmers only. No, we we met at school. We went to. Um, we were in the same college program together, so it was actually kind of cool. We had, uh, every single class we had together, which was nice. Oh, really? nice. And then come to find out, his apartment was only like three blocks down from my apartment. So we're just like, oh well, let's just carpool. Makes sense, right? You're cute. I'm cute. Let's go carpool because I like you. So <laughs> confidence, you know. The rest is history. And um, and then when we were like carpooling and stuff, we started talking about hunting and just how he's a big hunter and I'm into hunting and stuff like that. And he was just like, well, you know, maybe we should go hunt together sometime. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Maybe we should. That'd be a good idea. Then you know, a couple weeks later, he breaks his foot and I have to introduce him to my parents, hobbling through the door on one leg, and I look like a real jackass. I'm like, <laughs> hey, mom, dad, this is Andrew. By the way, we're, go- we're going to the hospital. Okay, bye. Oh, my I- is is this true? Can confirm, yeah. Your mother confirmed it. <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you like this guy? I love my son. She loves him more than <laughs> she loves me. Are you just saying that because she's right here? No, he's a, he's a good guy. It sounds like a very interesting relationship. Um, <laughs> no, shot he's a buck awesome. out from underneath you. That is, uh, yeah. it's funny. I'd be sleeping in the garage out. if that happened. Oh, oh yeah, for, for sure. In my the own house. house. Yeah, that you paid for. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Sam and I did hunting this year. I said the same thing. 30 yards in, you, 30 yards out, I'll take the shot. But there was times I left my bow. 
What a guy. What a guy, Andrew. Are you listening? (laughs) Okay. That's, you can't, this is the example. You better stop because then I'll (laughs) say something to completely contradict myself here, probably. I I didn't shoot any bucks from out, from underneath there, but, uh, that's just saying. And that's only the first one that he (laughs) shot up from underneath. Oh, there's more than one. Oh, there's more. Oh, jeez. How long ago was the first one? The first one was 2013. Okay, so you guys, so you guys dated. And then got married five years ago, mm-hmm. and he's still been shooting deer out from under you. Yep, I would divorce him. And take That's all why his we money. don't hunt anymore together. <laughs> I'll tell you what, we'll, yeah. we'll drive to the stand together, which is fine. Like, all right, honey, kiss for good luck. You go to your Later. stand, I'll go to my stand. We'll meet up at the end of the night. That's what we do. Like, yeah. I do not like turkey season's great. I like turkey hunting with him. Mm-hmm. He's like a turkey calling master anyway, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. So turkey hunting's great, duck hunting's great, goose hunting's great. That's all great. But when yeah. it comes to deer, it's like, you know what? I'm just kind of focused and don't talk to me. Don't look at me. Don't smile at me. I'm kind of in my little zone right now. And exactly. Like I'm, I'm focused. Just you go do your thing. You I'm going to go do my thing. I'll text you later. You so. need to spray that deer away stuff underneath the stand. Yeah. <laughs> you get it like, like farming fleet. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm saying if, if he shot multiple ones, yeah, you divorce him, you take half his money because you the deserve mount. it. And the mounts, and then you can make I, up your I own story. I don't want that mount anymore. I just kind of yeah. look at it. And it's, it's a great looking deer. I mean, it's it's hanging in our living room. But it's every time I look at it, I'm just kind of like spiteful at it. Like, uh, you should have been mine, man. You, you put that in the man cave. <laughs> yeah. It's in the basement in the laundry room. That one can go on the bar when we're finished building it. He can he can have that one. So are you guys you guys are building onto your house then? No, we actually, so our house we got... We were going to build a house, and but then the one that we ended up buying came up for foreclosure, and we bought it for way cheaper than we could have ever built it oh, for. Yeah. So it was just it was a perfect win win. And out in our, we've got a pole shed that's out there on the property, and the lady that had it before us, she put in two apartments in the pole shed, and the one was oh, unfinished, really? and the one was fully finished. So the one that's fully finished, we can rent it out and whatever. And what we're planning on doing is there's like we live right next to Buffalo County, so a lot of out of staters yeah. are coming mm-hmm. to you know tell their lease land and stuff well instead of having them you know pay for a hotel for however long they can just kind of lease this out for deer ah, camp type that's stuff a good idea. so Buffalo and county is like the boone and crockett so he's, county he's, of the isn't it the number one hey, i know crockett. i know where we're staying they, in a couple weeks they, they <laughs> no, have a, a lot of they, they have a lot of huge deer there but i mean that whole tri-county area is just huge they yeah, all got yeah. the bluffs they have they've got the river right there i mean it's it's there's a lot of good cropland so that whole tri-county buffalo pepin done there's a lot of big deer that are going through there. So going back to uh, Sick Crusher, are they doing the camouflage in the closets or anything like that? I don't think so. They've actually got two closets right now. They have just the regular um, closet that everyone's used to seeing, but they have a deluxe closet, which is like it's got a glass door on it and it's like black stainless really? steel. It's like a permanent it. one that like it's out hey, now or, or it's coming. Yeah, out? yeah, it's it's it was launched it. with everything else. So I'm gonna have to cut out. my wall out and build it into oh, the wall. Oh, it's yeah. awesome! Really, like, I didn't even know about it for some reason. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's like a permanent one, so it's like it almost looks like a big glass case, but it hangs in wherever you want to put it, and you can just hang really? all your stuff in there. Same mm-hmm. uh, unit in there, the power yep, unit. Same generator comes with that too. Awesome. That's what's nice too about the units are all the same. So you, if you have one unit. You can throw it in the closet or in the bag. Well, or whatever. no, I thought they were uh, different. I thought the closet ones were like you have to like a higher output. Yeah, one of them. Oh, a I thought they output. were the same. Nope, they're all the same. Are they? You're wrong. You're all wrong. <laughs> You're wrong. First time I've been wrong all day today. <laughs> You're wrong. Hey, she didn't tell me I was wrong when I said the Earth is flat. So there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I man, yeah, because I, I I thought when he was saying that you know they they're not uh, exactly the same, but that's yeah, really cool, man. Yeah, I I'm just such a huge fan of what Sand Crusher's been doing. Because, you know, they finally use science, you know, and it's – I love my Ozone Go, and Eric <laughs> runs it in his truck 24-7. 24/7 all the yep. time. I run it all the time. I never take mine out of my car. Mm-hmm. It's just in there oh, all the time. Especially yeah. if I go get, like, Wendy's or something because my girlfriend's got, like, a bloodhound nose. She'll know if you're like <laughs> – you had, a fro- you had a medium frosty in here, didn't you? <laughs> I ran a cycle in my truck because, one, I wanted to pre-clean it before Steve rode with me uh-huh. on the way here. And then I'll probably run a cycle um, tonight, and then on the way home, I'll have it running in the back seat because yeah. he'll be in there. Something. You know what I mean? <laughs> it actually does work. Guys are like, it really does work. Cleans your car out. Like, yeah. I'm like, it does, yes. Absolutely. It's yeah. just, uh, you know, you got to get used to that that smell of ozone. and it's uh, It goes away, though. Like, it, it does. Very quick. It, it goes away really quick. I mean, but, like. If I kind of like the smell of it, it's actually. Like a, and that's what we're finding is a lot of people are kind of starting to they it enjoy the smell. Of it. It's just and it smells fresh and clean. It doesn't smell like yep, yep. any any offensive off-putting odor. It just it just kind of smells like a new car smell mm-hmm. almost. Like I was I was think it smells like um like when your laptop overheats and it kicks out like that warm air yeah, from like the yeah. from the fan. That's, that's what exactly it smells like. That's what it's like. Yeah. yeah. Like that warm electrical air is exactly what it smells like. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's nice little nightlight too. Oh yeah, it does a little blue flower. light. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, so we're gonna we're gonna grill you here. All right. All right. What kind of boat do you shoot? I have a Bowtech Heartbreaker right now, but um, I'm just ordered um, an Expedition. So nice. Oh. Mm-hmm. Right on. All right. Expeditions I need are an awesome. I need an upgrade. So fixed or mechanical? Expeditions are Mechanical. Mechanical. All right. Mm-hmm. I thought I had the rapid fire on my phone. I should pull them up, but yep. I've got them. All right. Do you want to hit a rapid fire real quick? Yeah, we can do a rapid fire question. That's what I thought you were doing. Oh yeah, no, I was just we, we just did that. I just did two of them. Yeah, no, all right, all right. <laughs> do you want to do rapid fire? Well, yeah, like you're just going to pull the rest of them. Oh, okay. All right, fine. Let, let's sure. do with the rapid fire. All right, sure. Uh, who's your favorite pro wrestler? Pro wrestler? Horrible. Yeah. There is no such thing as pro wrestling. Oh <laughs> yes, watch hey, three high five right here. There sure you just, is. You just broke Steve's heart right now. <laughs> all right, he's getting all red. <laughs> Look at him. I do like Steve Austin, though. He is cool. Stone Cold Steve Austin. (laughs) But that's because of his movies, not because of his wrestling. Would you like his movies? All right. Condemned? You don't like The Condemned? All right. It was all right. That's a good movie. That's actually one of the rap fire. All right. What is your favorite movie? Oh, Tommy Boy. That's a good one. Classic. Were we quoting Tommy Boy last night? I was quoting quoting Black Sheep. Yeah. (laughs) All right. uh, Favorite tree stand snack? Oh, gummy bears. Gummy bears. Wow. That's a first. Because they're silent. They're quiet. I, I, I always get yelled at if I have like Smarties and stuff because he's like, you bring the loudest candy out here. Like, well, those right, rappers make the, so much noise. Like, like when you open them in your truck or something, they don't seem that loud. But when you're in the woods, they're like, oh, yeah. it's, it's like thing. glass shattering yep, trying to open yep. a Smarties yeah, glass wrapper. Glass shatters. Yeah. Steve Austin comes out. Yeah, no, I get yeah, it. Backstrap yeah. or beef jerky? Deer heart. Deer heart. Mm-hmm. Deer heart jerky. Has anyone ever done that? I will seriously eat deer possible? heart before I eat tenderloin. Would you really? really? Yeah. I enjoy I'll, it. I'll pick it before tenderloin all let, day now. Let Kurt's dad cook deer heart because it is the greatest thing on the planet when he cooks it's it. It's so good. How I got my mom fried? to eat it the other day. She actually liked it. How do you cook yeah, it? Um, slice it thin mm-hmm. so it looks like little donut holes kind mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> marinate it in like Worcestershire, black pepper, soy sauce, Ooh. all the and goodies, chopped garlic. And uh, just pan fry it in butter. Just oh, real really? quick, real quick, seared on both sides. That's it. Kurt's really? dad, the frying magic, jalapenos. He put he puts uh, onions in there, right? And the green pepper. Yeah, I put onions mm-hmm. in everything. Yeah, oh, fry man, in there. So super good. good. Some mushrooms. We, uh, all right. Tyler shot a doe one year. Um, Tyler was sitting in the background in the little Iowa Classic studio. So he's about ready to fall asleep. <laughs> he, <laughs> hey, he, uh, he shot a doe one year, and uh, we were cutting up the heart. And he's like, "You want to try some of it raw?" I'm like. I'll do it if you do it. And we cut off a piece and just like cheers and ate it. And it just tasted clean. I don't know how to explain that. but yeah. you know I, th- I ate a raw rabbit kidney once when we were doing that. Is that deer, oh, really? is that deer yeah, sushi? Yeah, I, I got dared to do it while we were cleaning rabbits. Yeah. and It was oh. it just looked like a little marble. And they were just like, dare you eat it. You got to. It's, it's initiation. You have to eat it. And just popped it right in there just so as really? fast as I could. Did you like, chew it? Oh, no. No way. <laughs> I'm that. So, so you yeah. know, the um, uh, it's good luck if you eat deer heart. And Kurt's like, hey, Steve, you're going to need some uh, good luck. So if you eat deer heart, the next day you're going to be lucky. They ate deer heart, shot a deer the next day. You're killing me on this mic. Am I? Yeah. You ate deer heart. You're on the Working Class Bowhunter podcast. Lucky there. Look how lucky Guaranteed I am. Guaranteed to kill Booner this year. <laughs> you got to kill it. <laughs> Weird it out. Welcome to the Working Class Bowhunter. Yeah. I just finished a bottle of Pedialyte. Oh, boy. <laughs> <Let's get back laughs> the most fire. random shit ever. <laughs> Let's get back to the rapid fire. Typical or non-typical? Ooh. Really, really big, typical, with really, really tall brows. Yes. Big frame. And chocolate yeah. antlers, too. I like mm-hmm. those. Those are cool. I, I, that's a good question. We're kind of expanding on a rapid fire. Well, it's not rapid fire, but I feel like it's worthy. I would much rather kill a 190-inch typical. Like, okay, did you see the big... That buck's probably here, that big... Yeah. Potential 190 typical that kid shot in Iowa. Did you see that deer? It's gotta that be here super somewhere. massive one? Yeah. Yeah, that youth hunt one? That was that deer's crazy. Was it on a youth hunt? I think so. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me on that. I don't, I don't know. I thought it was a Utah. I thought he was Maybe like, it was just a kid's kid. like 19 or something. Austin. His name's Austin. Austin yep. Pointer, Buck. Yeah. No, yep. that deer's here. I seen it last night. Oh, really? I haven't mm-hmm. been. Oh, yeah, I forget. I forget this is the second day of the show. I feel like yes, it's, it is. I'm, it's on a really cool pedestal mount back there. You can't miss it. We'll have to check it out. I would much rather shot that deer than that record, world record, air quotes, uh, from Tennessee. Yeah. Oh, I feel like sure. that buck is. For sure. Not, I don't want to say more impressive, but. That Tennessee one was only three years old, though. That's what I think because I looked at the the score it sheet. Was? It's only got twenty one. Yeah, that's inch. a three year old deer. I can believe it. It doesn't look very. Bi- it looks big. Okay, that sounds like a contradiction. It's a huge. Obviously, it's a record, but 
it's, it's not as big and framey as you think it would be. I mean, exactly. it's got a lot of points and it's got a lot of mass. But I guess what I had heard is it had some type of internal parasite, and that's what made it just grow so crazy and really? like spider really? out from all its signs. Huh. Well, yeah. I think the beams on it are only like 21 inches, which is not very... like. He's up. not super wide either, but no. he's just got so much trash on there it's and insane. just added up. He was carrying it around at ATA, and I don't know. I don't know what the typical frame is on that deer, like what it would net as a typical when you add in all the abnormals. Are you pulling it up? <laughs> but he He's doesn't. Candy crush. It's not like a, a Booner <laughs> typical frame. It doesn't look like a Boone and Crockett type yeah. typical frame. It's got all that junk. But I would much rather shoot the 190 typical than the record, honestly. Well, and I think it, they're so rare nowadays just to have a huge, huge framing typical. Yep. Typical because it's just like, okay, well, they're always going to have a lot of stickers here and there. I mean, trash yeah. and stickers are cool, but it's just like, it's rare to find someone that's just, yep. you know, real symmetrical and just. Yep, clean you know. cut. My buddy has a 176-inch clean, typical 10, heavy all the way through. Even the tines are heavy, Jeez. like all the way up, just thick mass everywhere. And that deer is one of the prettiest. Jason, my buddy Jason yeah, yeah, Enders yeah. from Whitetail Properties, it's just impressive. the most beautiful whitetail I've ever seen. And uh, I look at it and just cry silently to myself. <laughs> Every time I see it, I'm like, I want that so Why bad. Why couldn't it be mine? <laughs> yeah. That's what I think every time I look up at the wall in my living room. Yeah. Why couldn't it be mine? Oh, that's right. I had to come hunting with me that night. What, what other rep? I wish I would have brought those. I have them somewhere. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite camo pattern? Uh, Realtree AP. Nice. My initials are on it. That's why. <laughs> there you go. New initials. Is that why? <laughs> well, so, soon to be, maybe. So if he shoots a, if he shoots another deer off the Well, my maiden you. name started with a P, too. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Perfect. Did Either you way. get the tattoo? I get a tattoo with the, the AP, AP logo. I have a legendary whitetails tattoo already. So. Do, you really? Do you really? Yeah. Nice. Do you regret it? No. Yeah. It just hurt really bad. It was really? right on my ribs. Yeah. Oh. That's a fun spot. Yeah. Like, there's going to be, I'm going to look for deer hunting tattoos at the show. Um, Cause that's a, I think that's a fun topic. Like, I, I told the guys, I'm like, I'll get our logo tattooed if we make it two years. And, and this we is, have made it two I think we're years. two years in, like, this weekend. We all just need to go in and do it. So now I have to go get the tattoo. I'm not allowed to get any more. Otherwise, I would have gotten a couple more by now, but. Not allowed. I, I was laughing with Dan. I was like, I should totally get the scent crusher tattoo. He's like, do it. I'll pay for it. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get in so much oh, trouble. Oh, Dan's going to pay for tattoos now? <laughs> that would be scary. I, we always talked about it. Oh, we man, need I a sponsorship for a tattoo show. Go right on my rib cage. Awesome. <laughs> Steve, you should get one on your stomach, a scent crusher should. tattoo. Oh, it's scent crusher life? Yes. <laughs> Dan, Tyler's into it, man. Dan would get rid of it. Better yet, scent crusher tramp stamp. Right oh, you need it. Yes. Yep. I'll do it. Steve, if Dan pays for it, I'll do it. I bet he'll pay for it. You know what we will do today, though? No one wants to see that, though. People want to see it. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I just walk around you. in the shirt world up every single show you Don't go encourage to. it. We have to, start cut, we have to start cutting his shirts out so we'll just show <laughs> oh, it all yeah, the time. Oh, yeah, just like a little window right there. <laughs> no, dude, I'll start wearing shirts and we'll just like cut out the back and then we'll put like the, um, uh, what's that? Uh, it's like that see-through like plasticky material. Um, I saran wrap? No, 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 but it's like thicker. It's like you can, um, I can't think of what it is, but we'll put that on shirts so people can always see. I'm always repping scent crusher. <laughs> That'd be awful. That'd Last be year we were here, and uh, we could do it today, but uh, we, oh, we have an yeah. important podcast. We we're going to get Steve's face painted over yeah. here at the booth. Like, like, <laughs> like a get kid's it. booth, don't they? Yeah, we're going to have him like... Yeah, no, they're right outside, yeah. We're going to have him paint him up like a tiger <laughs> and just <laughs> and have him get in line to see Lee and Tip. Tiffany's booth and just like like nothing happened. We're gonna could you do imagine if people walked in here for a podcast and they see you painted <laughs> up like a tiger? Paint. What are they going to say? Like, I'm a professional. Let's keep this professional. <laughs> Just act Eyes like on it. the mic, not on my face. I don't think I could do it. <laughs> I don't think I could do it. We were going to basically like pay Steve's way. Like, we'll pay for everything for you all weekend if you get your face painted right now. And just wasn't he in line? Yeah, we were yeah, in line. Yeah, we were in line, and a little kid came up holding like a five dollar bill. I was like, dude, I can't take up this kid's time, man. And Kurt's like, yeah, I get it. All we right. should have <laughs> like we should have got your face painted and then paid for like the next three kids in line. Just for having oh, to wait. Bet we should have hey, we have that. markers here. We could just do that now if you want. Well, so are you a good artist? I don't. I don't. I'm trust a really good artist. Do you? Are you? Yeah. Do you? We have a gold one right there. And there's or a brown black one right there. Well, let's yep. make you a lion. We should gold and black right now with with, with sharpie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's never gonna wash off. I'm gonna go work on Monday. Like, what happened to you this weekend? Did you pass out? No. Nah, it was ten in the morning. <laughs> it was weird. It was weird. Did we miss anything? I feel like there's something that we should have covered about Sun Crusher. Are you are you proud of your daughter for coming on the world's greatest bow hunting podcast? <laughs> I am so proud of her. <laughs> Just in she's kind of weird. She didn't mention this podcast. <laughs> what um, I know there's new stuff coming from Sun Crusher, and there's we can't. But you can't, you can't talk about. I it top can't secret. talk about it. It is top. Like I said, it's above right. our pay grade. So yeah. we're gonna. 
Well, maybe we'll check back in the end of the show and, and uh, work on you a little more on some getting some news. We'll get her two more silos in her, and she'll be or, like, yeah. oh, so here's what's coming out. <laughs> it's a good thing we're not drinking wine right now, or I would have already said I'd have to send it to Dan to pre-filter the episode oh, yeah. before it gets released. Hey, I got a rapid-fire question. Hmm. Red wine or white wine? Red wine. Really? The drier, the better. Oh, man. Do you, do you, are you a port kind of gal? No. Cabernet. See, I try to... Pinot Noir. I try to, uh, I'm not I try much, to pour I'm not for the first time, talk. and... <laughs> Uh, I absolutely we did a wine tasting uh, me and my girlfriend did and there's like a local winery so like you know you get to drink a couple and you know we go in there it's like you sample six and they give you enough but you're supposed to spit it back out we're like nobody spits it back what? out yeah, like, yeah, that's, that's alcohol abuse you're supposed to just taste thing? and spit out I, I guess I oh know. no I mean, we're supposed to just, swirl it and then sip it and spit and like, it like nobody like spits it out hell no yeah we uh, were shot it, it. <laughs> oh, we, we left there about half lit and I was like man this is pretty cool and that's pretty um, cool. <laughs> the new thing is like story. the new thing is they're not putting them in in bottles anymore. They're putting wine in. You know, like when you get the coconut water that that cardboard, they're putting wine in that. So like Franzia mm-hmm. always had the box, but now they've yeah, got the slap the, the bag. Yeah, Never they played the, that game. So yeah, slap the bag, baby. That was terrible. But now they've got them in the cardboard, like the the Vita Coca nut water. It's that same container. container. It's called cardboard dough. Yes. <laughs> well, I was like trying to talk about scent crusher again, and Steve just sorry. I went on a I went on a wine rant. <laughs> We're gonna get emails saying like Steve's not doing his job. Yeah, Dan's gonna be Wouldn't like, be I, I, I gotta have a phone call with Steve. I just you gotta tighten it up, brother. Just start talking about fireball brother. shots, and Dan will forgive everything. <laughs> oh, he's a fireball drinker. I don't. Not really, but that's just all we seem to do whenever we hook up. Just sit down and Fire round of nice. fireball shots. Just round of fireball shots. Fireball and I'll come back from the bathroom. There's another whole four it's, or five shots lined up. It's a good up. go-to. Really? Yes. Oh, it is. But, but here's what we it's do on the podcast. It's a terrible go-to. It's awful. <laughs> yeah, it's Yuck. getting terrible. Mm-hmm. So some episodes, Steve's really good, and then sometimes he takes us straight off the rails, which he's... It's, I think we're there. It's great. We are, we are there, yes. Yeah. We're there. <laughs> um, we can't talk about anything new with Scent Crusher, which is expected. Again, two um, more silos, we will. <laughs> the... Wind scent, the grenade. Yes, uh, that's. I love that we have a couple in the that's studio. Great. That we is our new them. our new thing. Um, we launched that at, at uh, ATA, I think, is when we mm-hmm. first brought that out, mm-hmm. and those suckers are awesome. Yeah, it's I think so mine's nice. about to run out because I was sitting there the whole time, just amazed by it, sitting there puffing. <laughs> yeah, it's like a stress reliever. You just like I sit there in the hotel room. Kurt's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I just squeeze it about." 800 times. I do that in my house. I'm like, you know, especially like when the heater kicks on, like I'll do it. I'm like, all right, where's this heat going? See where the thermals are. <laughs> yeah, that's a good yeah. idea. But I don't know. We might do a giveaway, not this episode, but in the future for one of the grenades. And we have a closet giveaway coming, mm-hmm. but uh, just stick around for details because we're not just going to hand it out. You no. got to work for it. For it. Yep. Like we did at ATA where everyone came by and we're like, okay, you, you can either pick and get a go or you can get a grenade. Mm-hmm. And, like we gave away $250,000 worth of stuff at ATA last year <sighs> or this past year. And word on the street is we might be doing for, trying for half a mil this next ATA. Like yeah. Closets. Is someone trying to get in the just, door here? Just breaking wait. in? We have fun. It's they cool. heard half a mil are trying to break in. I need that. <laughs> <laughs> I need that same crusher stuff, man. I, that's nuts. It's no, great so, marketing. So we, we told the people, like, we, you know, they'd come up and they'd be like, what do I got to do to get one of these? And it's like, okay, you have to earn it. It is really, really, really difficult to get one of these right now. You have to take a picture with one of these pretty girls, and you have to post it on your Facebook and just hashtag Sam uh, Crusher. That's too much work. Well, you guys had the Wonder Bread too much suits, uh, jumpsuits yeah, on, Yeah, we were too. Ricky Bobby. <laughs> oh, were you, were you one of the ones in the yes. uh, Wonder Bread? Yeah, I wasn't the there for that song. ridiculous things. Yep. That so, was us. By so the end of the night. If I had like, one of those, I'd just wear it all the time. Oh, Because sure. it's hilarious. It was just Ricky Bobby quotes, of course, the entire day, and then... By the end of the show, like 12 hours later, and we're just exhausted. We're walking back to the hotel. These two drunk idiots were screaming at us from across the skywalk. And they're like, hey, Ricky Bobby, I want to go fast. I'm like, uh, 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 I haven't yeah. heard that 400 yeah. times Burn today. <laughs> $250,000 worth of gear. Yep. Yeah. So you need to tell Dan, they give away $250,000 next year and then just give us the rest. Cause, well, that's the thing, I mean, too. us in the room. We'll well, if we up. could hand like 10 grand out worth of the, on the podcast, <laughs> Dan, help us. <laughs> Dan, yeah, he's play, helped yeah. us a lot. Man, I need a new house built. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, the products work awesome, but it's a great company to deal with, too. Mm-hmm. And Dan's By awesome. Far. Their marketing mm-hmm. is the absolute Top best notch. of the best. Yes. They are taking I remember when they first started, uh, you know, coming out, you started seeing the products. I'm like, what is this? And they just took everything by storm, oh. and it was... Uh, Blew up overnight. It hit hard, yeah. Well, it, it was, was cool it because... It was great to watch. The first show I did um, in June, last June... Um, everybody that came by the Scent Crusher booth or whatever was like, hey, have you heard of Scent Crusher before? And maybe one out of ten people would say, oh, yeah, I know you guys. I've heard of you. Mm-hmm. And then 
uh, we did Deerfest the month later, and it was maybe one in five people would be like, oh, yeah, I've heard of you guys before. I've heard of you guys. And then it was I did a show um, back in October then, and it was every single person that came by knew what Sand Crusher was. Yeah, and yeah. within just a matter of months, we went from one in ten people knowing what we were to everybody knowing. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of it is um, the shows we're sponsoring. I mean, we're getting in with the big names. We've got the juries on board now. We've got yeah. um, Ray's Hunting, the Lindsay's. I mean – just kind of taking it by storm, just by from a marketing standpoint, oh, getting Campbell in with a too. lot of the big names. Oh, Kip's great, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and all the guys from Red Rising and stuff too. So yeah. it's just it's nice that I mean they're they definitely know what they're doing. They're getting in with the right people, and mm-hmm. they're absolutely getting the word out there for sure. It's a household well, name now and in hunting. They picked you up. You're absolutely awesome. Where can people find you? Find me. Yeah, and oh, Don't give your I address. I am all away over anything. social media all the time. My husband's so mad because he's always like, "Can you get off Facebook for five minutes? Can you put your no. phone down for I'm ten marketing. minutes?" No, no I can't. I'm working. <laughs> this is paying the bills. Baby. True. <laughs> now I'm on Facebook, um, and then uh, just Audrey Fafi, and then um, I'm almost at the end of my friends list. So I actually have we have our hunting page, which is Team AA, and then I have my business page, which is Monarch Whitetail Nutrition. Um, on Facebook, and then I'm on Instagram, Audrey Marie 28, and Twitter, and all that fun stuff too. So. Talk about that real quick. Uh, that Monarch uh, White Trail need to to me silos in. Talk about that. So Monarch Whitetail is um, my business that I came up with. I went to school for animal nutrition. I have mm-hmm. a degree in animal nutrition, and uh, I got hired right out of high school uh, or high school, right out of college, um, for uh, a pretty reputable nutrition company. But of course, it's Wisconsin, so you have to do anything ag related or doing dairy so i was a dairy nutritionist for um almost a year and i had every like nutritional resource at my fingertips and i was like yeah you know this this is okay i'm good at it you know i'm kind of a farm girl so this is fine but like my heart wasn't really in it and um before i went to uh um, college for animal nutrition i went to uw stevens point for wildlife research and i absolutely love that and i'm like okay i want to do something with white-tailed deer when i grow up that's just what i want to do and so i was like you know what white tails and nutrition like that's that's it. Like, that's where yeah. I'm at. That's what I want to do. So um, I did my research. I did, like, two years' worth of homework, and I came up, came up with um, two different minerals, and I actually sent them to a professor down at Purdue University because they do a lot of white-tailed studies and stuff down there. Mm-hmm. And he emailed me back, like, after he looked over my little recipe or whatever it was that I sent him, and he was just like, it would do you really, really well to market this. I was just like, really? all right, boom, that's all Here I needed. Go. So now we have customers in nine <laughs> states now. Um, I started my business officially when I was 23 years old, and... Awesome. So it's just kind of expanded from there. So word on the street is that's what they're going to use down at the Scent Crusher Ranch this year. So oh, really? <laughs> that'll be kind of oh, cool. Oh, we can do another people. podcast just focusing on yeah. all of that and cover everything. Sure. Where can absolutely. people find that website at? Um, right now we're just on Facebook. So okay. my Facebook page is Monarch White Tail Nutrition, LLC. Send you a message. and Absolutely. You know. Send me a message. We'll get you guys hooked up. So. Might have cool. to make a purchase here in the future. You might. <laughs> you know. might. Well, thank you so much for doing the podcast with us. Absolutely. Hopefully uh, we didn't weird you out too much. What you think? <laughs> Not too bad. It was all right. It was I'd be, all right. I'd be able to yeah. doing this again. It was all right. Uh, yeah, it could, could, could have been better. Uh, <laughs> Steve, get on, your, uh, get on your game. The earth is flat. Yes, I don't <laughs> yeah, we uh Hey, you guys gave me a silo. We're Kurt's going to call good. again and she's going to be like, "Ignore." Yeah. Delete. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, I don't know why the hell you set me up with those fools, but <laughs> those <laughs> beer-swilling hillbillies are the absolute worst. What, what is that? Oh, good <laughs> Lord. You got a whiteies in here? What was that? Something like that. Kurt, that is too uh oh. it's oh, it might be the cupcake lady mixing up batter. Oh, I hope that wasn't an audio. <laughs> Doesn't matter anyway. Yeah. Um this is the most professional hunting podcast yes, in the is. world. Uh, thanks so much for listening. You got anything you want to add? It, it, within short summary. No, I mean, do you got anything you want to shout out? A shout out to how awesome my hubby is. And I'm Shoot. sorry that I totally played you out and told the story <laughs> of what really happened with that 11-pointer. So, uh, awesome. love you. He left <laughs> a sour taste in our mouth, but thank you for your service. Oh, there again. Now. <laughs> we all good? Yep. Yeah, we're good. Go shoot your bow. Thanks, guys. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. If you haven't already, download the free Waypoint TV app to listen to our podcast and watch the original films from HuntStand Presents anywhere, anytime, and on any device.